Welcome to tonight's production. Content warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Act One, Scene One Audience, I bid you welcome to our humble tale. As you'll find, there is not much to it as of yet. It is only you and I alone in the darkness, the stillness, and the silence of our personal theatre. But if you'll allow yourself to be guided by my words, then I may be able to lead you somewhere a bit more. Engaging for the mind's eye. Imagine now the first wispy lights of morning spilling over the horizon, illuminating a green countryside. To one end of this scene, you can see outlying farms, their fields dotted with sheep, white fleece standing out against the pastures. To another end, there stands the dark outline of a forest, its shadows foreboding and unbroken by the early light. Between those distant points rises a single lonely hill, upon which rises a single lonely tree, under which rests a single lonely figure. The figure is that of a young woman, asleep among the roots. She is dirty and travel-worn, much like the blue cloak she wears that is one of the only features to distinguish her from her earthy surroundings. As the sunrise touches the hill, she wakes from where she is curled and raises her head mm. to greet the day. This figure waits only long enough for the sun to finish lighting a path down the hill. Then 
She follows it away, carrying on with her travels, with nothing but the cloak on her back. Follow me now to the markets of Holhen, a city of moderate size in the southern reaches of the state of Eris. The good citizens fly the colors of the empire here, instead of the old banners of their kingdom. The young woman we met on the hill has found her way to this place, not as a destination, but as another point of many along a much longer journey. She is much more dirty and travel-worn here in the eyes of the good citizens of Holhen. She is much more alone here than ever. Hey! Hey, you! Hey, I was talking to you. Why were you doing that? Why? Because I'm with the law around here, and you just stole from that fruit seller. But I... didn't? I saw you eye in her cart for ages, and then when I looked away, you were gone. So you must have taken something. Hand it over and come with me. I didn't take anything. I'm sorry I looked for so long. I was just hungry. So you already ate what you stole. We don't appreciate strangers stealing from us around here. I'm going to put you where you can't take anything else. Come here. As she is about to be accosted, imagine the young woman begins to act in her own defense, but not in a way you might expect. Instead of raising a hand to shield herself or swiping away the constable's hand, she angles her arm behind her, palm flat and open, as if preparing to grab something. A look of concentration flashes on her face. And if you look closely, you might be able to see a faint outline of something beginning to appear in her hand. That is, until the constable, who can only see the motion and not its full potential, strikes her to the ground. <coughs> Was that some magic you were trying to pull? Got some hidden script on you? Huh, I bet you don't have a license for that either. Yeah, you're going away for a long time. Oh, leave the girl alone. What'd she ever do to you, huh? She stole from the market and tried to do magic. You're just trying to stir up trouble and up your arrests. Here, girl, don't let them bother you at any... Follow me now into the deep, dark woods. The territory of the Fae. It is a land such as many of you have never and will never experience, but must have imagined every time you looked beyond the boundaries of your own back window. It is a place where the shadows are deeper than the natural dark. The plant life is more alive, and from every single angle, you can feel eyes upon you. It is late at night in the Fey Woods, and a storm rages overhead. Thunder breaks above the canopy of the trees, and rainwater pours down to the forest below. The young woman sits there at the base of a gnarled ancient tree, curled up as small as she can make herself. 
The only shelter she finds is in her rain-soaked cloak. But the Fey Woods are no place for a human. Still, she does not belong there. Still, she is alone. I didn't steal from them. I didn't take anything. I'm not bad. Am I? Or at least, she thinks she is alone. But there is always someone, or something's eyes on you in the Fey Woods. And if you aren't careful, you may find something, or someone's fangs, in you all too quickly. Allow me now to lead you away from that dreary wood and back to the comfort of the humble Erisian burg of Gazbit. It is now not but a few days ago when that drizzle chased the tail of the storm and a stranger walked the streets, weary from her travels, weary of its citizens, and as always, alone. Her journey had not yet led her to her destination, for she was seeking not a place, but a purpose. She sought something to give her meaning and guidance, and she walked on a path that so happened to take her through this particular village on that particular day. For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny. For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny. Hmm? Destiny is a precious idea for folk who have the luxury of waiting and can trust that a shield and can trust that a shield and spear will be thrust out to guard them. But we are not such people. We take up shields and spears with our own hands, and we choose to take action. We are a people united by a cause and a duty to no one greater than ourselves. And that is why, though our shields may be shattered and our spears may be broken, Though we may not be long for the halls of our fathers, the victory tomorrow will be won, and it will be ours. For each life given will be one of ours to give. It will be a dawn dripping red with the free blood of Eris. This is it. This is the purpose you meant for me to find, isn't it? Sage. And that was none other than the one and only Dalin Archivaic, former performer from no less than the Empire Theater in Falston, with a stirring monologue from Marietta Fourth. If you enjoyed that, come out tomorrow and see the continentally renowned Caravelle Traveling Acting Troupe. We'll be performing the whole play out at Sanson Farms on the edge of town. Come and see our troupe tomorrow! A troupe? That's right. Come see the Caravelle Traveling Acting Troupe, performing in Gasbit for two nights only. 
It'll be a fantastic show, full of wonder and magic from the best actors in the Empire, performing one of the greatest works ever produced in our great state of Eris. You won't want to miss it. I don't see why you're even bothering, Fel. The people around here wouldn't know culture if it walked up to them and slapped their cow in the face. Come on, Dalin. You're not helping. Caravel Troop, come see the Caravel Troop perform Mariette the Fourth tomorrow. Yes, because I don't know why Raybar has us bothering to perform in this two-bit town when we could use the time to book more shows in Dowden. Because it's not about bothering. It's about putting on a good show, regardless of where we are or who's watching. Let's just pray to our lucky stars that anyone here actually wants to watch. We wouldn't have to pray if you'd help here too. Come see the Caravel Troop tomorrow and the day after. Come at sundown for the show of a lifetime. It'll change your life. I know it changed mine. Come see the Caravel traveling... Uh, hi there. I I don't think I saw you in the crowd earlier. Did you see our show? Maybe we should move on, Fel. I don't like how they're looking at us. Ugh, or how they smell. Don't be rude, Dolan. I'm sorry about him. Honestly, we're much nicer than that. Who is... we? Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I'm Fel Porter, and this is my friend, Dolan. We're from the troop visiting this town. What's your name? For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny. Fate is something one stumbles into, and the future is spelled out more clearly in the eyes of a stranger than it is in the stars above. So... Won't you follow me into this humble tale now, in which but a few words can change the course of an empire? My name is Leona, and I'd like to join your troop. Thank you, dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode features the voice talents of... Shani Kanekar as Leona. Sam B. Wynn as Fell. Cole Burkhart as Dalin Archivayer. Max Newland as Constable. Bernie Breeze as Fender. And myself, Margaret Ashley, as the narrator. Our theme music is composed by Trace Callahan. For more information, visit starfallpodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at starfallpod. Tonight's Falston fact is on the subject of Gasbit. Gasbit is a small village in the state of Eris. Very little of note has ever happened here. Once the Emperor's cousin passed through the village on their way to Capriborg, Thirty years later, people are still talking about it.
All right, Cupid, are we recording? Good. Hey, listener, tis I, Chemistro the Match Mage, coming to you from the depths of the crystal sphere where I have been imprisoned. The aeons are long here, and to stay sane, I have put out the call to wizards across the multiverse. Wizards that want to meet other wizards. I seek, first and foremost, some person who might challenge me in organization. I would just love to sit down and talk about dark magic over a cup of coffee, or a cup of evil, which is a beverage I invented. Mostly made yes, of coffee. Yes, I did spend a long stint in the Sultan's dungeons for orchestrating a plot against his life. But that is my want as a vizier. You see, I think the, the teeth are sort of the, the window to the soul. Wizard Seeking Wizard is a dating podcast for wizards by wizards. Featuring personal ads sent in by the magical community. Where you get to vote on which wizards date each other. Follow us on Twitter at Wiz4Wiz or find us wherever you pluck your podcasts from the ether. I think that went well. What do you think, Cupid? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>